Hello and welcome to the But Is It Gay podcast. We are Ariane and China, and together we watch way too much gay stuff. But sometimes we also need to ask the real question when someone tells us to watch something. The question that we should all ask: But is it gay? With this podcast, our goal is to answer that question for us and people like us. From obvious shows and movies to the not so obvious, we want you to create the best cue possible and watch everything that is gay. Our hope with this podcast is to create something where we can talk everything and nothing, whether you've seen it or not. We want you to feel like you're part of this. So, without further ado, let's begin. And we're back! And we're back. Yay! We said it at the exact same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about coming of age films, which I'm really excited about. We're going to talk about three films in particular, but yeah, some really good yeah. films. Not a, yeah. yeah, queer coming of age stories are not new. Let's be real. Yeah, but. But, like, there's been, like, a resurgence. There have. Especially female-fronted. Like, all the ones that we're talking about are female-fronted. And female-directed, too. Yeah. The three that we're talking about. Which is, like, huge. Like, I didn't even notice that. No, I just noticed. That's really cool. Wow. We love to see it. it. Um, But, yeah, we're going to be talking about Booksmart. Yep. The Half of It. And Plan B. All... I mean... Booksmart was my favorite movie of that year that it came out. The mm, half of it, yeah. I mean, you give me Alice Wu. Like, I love her. As a, a visionary. Honestly. Saving Face is still. I can't wait to talk about that one. And then yeah. Plan B came out this year, and it just was so good. I have a lot of thoughts Plan about B. Plan B, but we're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're going to get there. Um, so, yeah. Queer people grow up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, like, I like, I say that jokingly, but like, you know, the sad reality for some people is that like their like teen years are like fucking Mm -hmm. miserable. So, like, seeing films like this, I wish I had um, films like this growing up. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like growing up, like the films that we saw were like you know very raunchy straight people. Well, if it was a coming of age story, it was about like the straight men. Like yeah. usually, like it's just now that we Nerdy see the fronted men. ones. <laughs> yeah, and like I'm not saying they're bad. Yeah, I'm not saying they're bad. I love like some of my favorite movies yeah. are like a uh, male fronted coming of age story. But it's not the same. It mm. doesn't hit the same as watching yeah. like something like Booksmart, where I'm like, I was Amy in high school. Like <laughs> that was me. The awkwardness and everything, like not yeah. going out. That was me. Except I did not have a best friend. I was by myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and it's just it, it's fun to see. Mm-hmm. It's honestly just fun to yeah. see because they're always getting up to like weird shit. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing, right? It's like, all of these are... I mean, I don't know if I would qualify the half of it as comedies, as a comedy. But, like, yeah, yeah. the two are straight up, like, comedy. They're straight up, like, mm-hmm. joke per minute, like... Which yeah. I love. Like, that's my type. Like, I, I'm a comedy person, so watching those makes me always happy. It's... God, I... I- 
I look at this list and like I not only because like they're like female fronted, but also like how they differ from each mm-hmm. other, but are still all very relatable in mm-hmm. some way. It's crazy to think like something like Booksmart when it came out, like it was it had been so long since we had like that type of comedy, mm-hmm. and like. I like my problem with Booksmart is the way that it was released should not have been a wide release right away, so I think that's that hurt it. Yeah. But like, and it was being compared to uh to um, super bad, which I'm like they're very fucking different. Yeah. But like, like there's things that are like similar, but like at the end of the day, like I very mean, Booksmart different. is the only poster I have in my room. It's like I have the big yeah, really? and it's autographed and everything because the movie theater I work on, I work at. Um, they had a, a Toronto premiere at, and I wasn't there because I was actually watching another movie at TIFF. And like my coworkers went to Caitlin and Beanie, and they were like, "Hey, can you sign it for her? She loves that movie. She saw it." Like, and so I have like a big ass like it's a like the real posters, like the card like the cardboard ones that you, they use like mm-hmm. at premieres to put on, like so you know what theater to go in. That's the one I have, and it's autographed wow. by them. Yeah. That's sick. It's the one poster I'm like, I will take it with me everywhere. That shit is not going. <laughs> like, other posters, I'm like, ah, if I can throw it out, it's fine. But this one? Yeah. Nope. Nah. I, that's like something that you keep for like a very. Oh, yeah. That's like when I have my own place and like it's going to be in the office. Like, yeah. You frame oh, it. Oh, yeah. It's already framed. Oh, okay. I was about to say, like, because if it's not framed, oh, no. It's going it to get that yeah. framed. It's I, like. But I watched Booksmart at the like at before it came out, like at, at a premiere thing that we do in Toronto sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like within five minutes, I was like, "Yep, that is my favorite." And I was hyped for that movie, like from the first trailer. I was like, "This is gonna be my favorite movie of the year," and it was. It was so fucking good. And like the fact that it was a Olivia Wilde's directorial debut, well, yeah. feature because she had directed music videos and mm-hmm. everything. But like it was her feature yeah. debut. Like that is insane to direct something so good on the first time. Like, and it yeah. wasn't like it was an easy film to direct because the comedy does. Like, if the comedy doesn't work, it does. Like, it doesn't work. Like as a whole, but also yeah. like you have emotional moment. Like the choice, the choices she makes during those emotional scenes. Like when, mm-hmm. like when Amy and um. What's Beanie's character's name? Molly. Molly. I had a blank in my head at that moment. Uh, <laughs> um, like when they're fighting at the party, and instead of just mm. keeping going with like us hearing the fight, it's just dead silent. Like that's such a good yeah. choice because we don't need to hear it. We've all had that fight. Mm-hmm. It's also I. People who are listening, I'm so sorry we got into this without like explaining. Looks oh, true. Um, <laughs> Let's we rewind. Gave you a be like, hey, Let's rewind. This is what the movie's about. <laughs> um, so, book smart. Olivia Wilde's uh, directorial mm-hmm. debut. Um, it's about two two best friends, Amy and Molly, um, and just before their graduation. Uh, they realize that, you know, they've missed out on, like, I guess, special moments in, like, their teen years. Um, so they're trying to get all of this shit done before in they one graduate. Night. Into, like, one, in one it- night, yeah. 
Um, the reason why that, all that happened is because they find out that the kids who were partying were also getting in the same Ivy colleges that they have gotten in by just studying yeah. and doing nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> well, like they've been like doing the extra mile yep, for everything. And they too. I mean, but also let's talk about this. Cast. Honestly, this—that's what I was gonna say. This movie introduced me to Molly Gordon, and I will always love it for it. Because what a what a good time mm-hmm. this cast is. Caitlin Dever, Beanie Feldstein, yep. Billy Lord, Diana Silvers, Molly Gordon, bless 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 Molly, Jason yep. Sudeikis, um, Skyler Gusando. Lisa Kudrow, <laughs> Jessica um, Williams. There's so many. Uh, Jessica like, Williams. Love oh, her. She's uh, not in enough. She needs to be in everything. Like Diana Silver. Like just, uh, Billy Lord. Let's not forget her. Uh, Will Forte. It's, uh, yeah, Mari Rudolph. Uh, Will Ferrell. That's <laughs> it's it's so good. What a great cast. Um, so with all these names in your mind, you already know that it's. It's it's ridiculous and funny all at the same yeah. time. Um, which is wow. The power that Olivia <laughs> has. And like <laughs> after making this. Like, and like you look at the the, the cast, but like Beanie and Caitlin really drives this film. Like everyone's ex- excellent in yeah. it, but Beanie and Caitlin's like chemistry together is the reason mm-hmm. why this film works so well. But then you have side character like Billy Billy's character. <laughs> who like was supposed to only be in like the first part of the movie. She was only so after the, mm-hmm. the boat scene where they go to the boat, she yeah. wasn't supposed to be in the film anymore. But Olivia loved Billy so much, you kept bringing her back and making her do stupid things. And it's so fucking funny. And like that's a moment when I watched that movie, I was like, you can see the Carrie Fisher in Billy. Like yeah. she has the oh. same. Oh my heart! What? Like you, yeah. she has the same comedic timing as her mom, and you can like. Mm. I, it's so unexpected. It's so. It's unexpected. like I'm like oh, but like I can like she looks like her mom. She, like but that moment, I was like I can see every single aspect of Carrie in this. Yeah. It's so good. Like that's your mom. Yeah. We know. It's so good. <laughs> you are your mother's yeah, child. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's so, but like. Even the small characters, like um, what's the <coughs> what's his name? Um, let me go find it before I forget. Noah Galvin's really like Noah Galvin's about... character, yeah. like the way he says <laughs> Barcelona <laughs> is so irritating, oh my God. but so fucking <laughs> funny that like <laughs> it's just it's so and like the representation in that film, like the queer representation, the like people of color, like mm-hmm. it's and like it's never like Amy is just gay, it's just there. She's never like yeah. it's never a storyline of like I need to discover myself. It's not, mm-hmm. and like. It's just a thing that everyone yeah. knows. It's and, fun. like, you have, like, Diana's yeah. character who you don't even realize is queer until... Well, <laughs> she Because she's not introduced. She's introduced as a mean girl. Yeah. Just to be mean. And you're like, holy fuck, you are mean. <laughs> but then they're like, oh, also, she happens to be queer. And I'm like, that's actually, like, so good. Mm-hmm. Like, it's ne- being queer is never, like, the main story. Which yeah. is true to a lot of high school now where, like, especially, like, they're in LA, so, like, it's open more open it's it's like okay like this is something that happens it's not it's not surprising and obviously it's not everyone's like 
experience with high school but it's just so fun to watch a film where like it's not the main aspect of it and like the other films coming of age story that we're gonna talk about like being queer is a big aspect of it where like it's more of like a coming out story while this is not this is all about amy and molly being fucking it's about the friendship exactly it's just about the friendship and like beanie is just so fucking funny like caitlin is funny like i love caitlin (laughs) but caitlin also like we've seen her mostly in dramas right up to that point yeah. And so her comedy, like, is more subtle because Amy's more of the straight man to Molly. Mm-hmm. But, like, you cannot have Benny and not have her say shit that you're like, you are fucking hilarious. Like, I can see the Jonah yeah. in you. Like... I was about to say, like, <laughs> it's so funny that we talked about uh, Billy. Yeah, and exactly. Harry, but, like, you, I feel like you can't be Jonah Sis- Hill's That house would have been funny. Oh, like. being hilarious. <laughs> and, like... I- I know, I know they tell jokes. And Beanie is just funny in everything she does, but I think this is my favorite performance yeah. of her because she's just unhinged the mm-hmm. whole fucking time and it's just so fucking funny. <laughs> like, she made me, like, during the dance, dance sequel, like the dance dream, she's funny just the way she yeah. carries herself. I was like, it's so fucking funny when it's not supposed to be because it's her. God, I, I, I love Beanie, honestly. I will follow that. I watch everything she does. Her and Caitlyn are the two, like, I will watch everything you do. Her, uh, Beanie, and uh, what we do in the shadows, like, even though she plays such a small character, it's still hilarious. Yeah. It's one of those, like, I remember when I learned she was Jonah Hill's sister, I was like, wait, what? Like, but it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Like, her and Lady Bird is just everything. Mm-hmm. What a movie, by the yeah. way. Side note. What Maybe a movie. Uh, but yeah, like with with this movie, I I love that the focus is on mm-hmm. friendship. And like, yes, the half of it is also like partially about friendship, but with this, like, especially. Um because I mean like usually when we have like queer stories it's like oh i'm in love with my best friend yeah exactly which is like it happens sure but like what this is like no like that's my best friend where you know have like arguments and like yeah you love to see and it. like the the way that molly just makes uh amy's parents believe that they're a couple like it's just <laughs> like it's so fucking dumb but like it's the type of thing that would happen where you're like, yeah. oh yeah, we're having a special night. <laughs> like, it's so stupid, mm-hmm. but it's so fucking funny. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm always like like talking about my best friends in ways that's like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's my wife. Like, uh, we're getting married. Like, <laughs> so it's like seeing like their dynamic. It's it's so fun. yeah, their dynamic's so fun, and like you can tell like. I mean, it's well known that the two lived together like prior to the film shooting and then during the shooting. Yeah. So you can tell that they actually genuinely were best friends during that period of time. I'm sure they're mm-hmm. still really close, but like during that period of time, like they were each other's rock and you can tell because they are in every yeah. fucking scene of that movie. Like mm-hmm. there's not a scene where they're not in. And they carry it like I mean, it's still the one film, like, it didn't get any Oscar love, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong? Like, when it should have. Like, that movie was one of the best movies of that year. 
Hold on, let me let me look at something real quick because a ninety six on Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. Yeah. It played so it played South by Southwest, and at that point, everyone was like, "Yup, that film is everything." Mm. I just it's it's like you it's the type of film that you look at, and you're like, "How like." And, like, the fact that Olivia's now working with that writer, like, on almost every fucking project she's doing. Yeah. And, like, you can tell, like, there, I when I went to the premiere, there was a Q&A with the writer. And she was like, yeah, I was on set every day to help, like, if something needed to be changed. I'm like, that's not a thing, usually. Like, that's just not a thing. And, like, you can tell that, like, if you, they changed the story as they were going along. Like, the party scene probably yeah. was, like, a mess to film. But, like, it works because, like... It's so different than what we're usually able, like seeing. And also, it's <laughs> I I feel like we also have to talk about the bathroom scene um, <laughs> between Amy and Hope taking the fucking shoes <laughs> off is just so fucking funny, but also like it's so true. Like- I I actually have second like. I'll talk about it. I have secondhand embarrassment when I watch film, and that is the prime example. When she goes for that cup every time, I have to fucking pause that film. Because I watch that movie a lot. It's usually when I hang out with some one of my friends and we don't know what to put on, we just fucking put Booksmart on. Mm -hmm. And every time I have that scene, I need to look away because that when the moment she grabs that cup i know what's coming and it's so fucking embarrassed but i can't like just talking about <laughs> it makes me so embarrassed like it's it's wild because it's it's such a moment that you you wish that you hadn't seen <laughs> because it's it's so embarrassing okay to Okay, spoilers. I mean, we've told enough, but like major spoilers. So, Amy and Hope are in the bathroom, and <laughs> Amy's Amy's been drinking. And she's distressed because um, she saw the girl she likes kissing the boy that Molly likes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, they're like talking, and then sparks don't fly. And, you know, they're about to get down with the get down, but then, um, the most embarrassing thing happens where Amy has to throw up. Mm. <laughs> I, you can't come back from that, really. Um, I mean, she kind of does because she kind of gets the girl at the yeah. end. Yeah. But, like, I feel like in real life, more embarrassing. More embarrassing. And Beanie's face at the end when she's in the window. And she sees, <laughs> and she sees Oak. It's just so fucking funny because, of course, she would react that way. Like, yeah. But also, can we talk about like how like the like before that, who Amy was crushing Ryan, um, <laughs> looked very much so you know gay, well, like stereotypical. Okay, so. I've yeah. read interviews with Olivia where people were asking like, like, was Ryan actually interested in Amy? And she was like, yes, she was. She was clearly queer, probably bisexual, pansexual. Yeah. 
But Amy never made a fucking move. And she's a teenager at a party. And if someone makes a move on her, of course she's going to go with whoever made the move. And Amy never fucking makes a move. So, like, people, I remember when yeah. we came out, people were being like, oh, Ryan's a bitch. Like, she led her on. I'm like, she fully didn't. But Amy didn't take the yeah. moment. Amy decided, oh, I'm not going to do anything. Well, then that's on you. I'm sorry. But she didn't make the move. She wasn't with Ryan. Ryan had no, like, obligations towards amy yeah and so i'm like it's actually really realistic where like if you're at a party drinking as a teenager if someone makes a move on you it's just gonna happen and amy never made the move so i'm like when i see people like be like oh right i'm like sir ma'am like she's a horny teenager and someone made a move on her while someone else didn't Literally, that's it's, it's it's as simple it's as, as that. Simple as that. <laughs> it's as simple as and that. like, yeah, she looks gay as fuck. But like, that's again, it's yeah. what I love about this movie. It's like diverging assumptions. Mm-hmm. Where like that's was like like the stereotype exactly where what you expect, and yeah. then it's like, no, by the way, yeah, yes, she's interested in Amy, but she also likes guys, and I'm like, that's actually so fun, like, yeah, because it's not what you expect. Hmm. Which is why, like, it, it, like, reading that and, like, knowing mm-hmm. that and watching it. After watching it, it a second time. Yeah, everything, yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's like, Amy. She doesn't do make anything. a move. She has so many opportunities <laughs> to make a move, and instead she goes fucking swimming. Ma'am, like, that's not the it's thing you do. So <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Which, like, makes, like, their argument, Amy well, and yeah. Molly's argument, like, well, yeah. like at that time, Molly isn't the wrong because it's yeah. their, their their thing where like someone calls Malala, which is their code word for like I mm-hmm. we, we are stopping this now. You you have to do what I want, and like Molly's in the wrong, but also it's so like visceral their fight and like the way it's edited, and then ev- the things that Molly says to Amy directs what Amy does afterwards, uh-huh. where like she runs to the yeah. cop. The shotgun, the shotgun, <laughs> the shotgun joke oh. is the funniest joke in that movie. Shotgun. No, I'm joking. It's so the way Kate would do it. <laughs> like it's a small moment where you like it's a video uh. on a cell phone, but it's so fucking funny. Like uh. shotgun. It's such a goofy ass movie, really. It's probably I, the funniest of the three I, that I we're going to so talk much. about. Like oh, for it's sure. a straight up for comedy, sure. and like I get why people compared it to like Super Bad, but they're so fucking different. Yeah, they're so different. Because like I feel like with Super Bad, like it was more about like just the party mm-hmm. and one night. Um, which like I get it. Like they also have their one night to get everything done, but like. It was, like, so much more than that, where they wanted to feel like they experienced things. Whereas with them, I don't know. I There's it, there's a difference. Let's yeah. it. There's a difference. Yeah. You watch them both back to back. There's a difference. A clear yeah. difference. Uh, like, yes, Jonah is in super bad. I think that's why people like, compared it so much. Yeah. Yeah. I think, ultimately, that's what it comes down to. Um but yeah, it's it's just it's great to see a coming of age like mm-hmm. this. 
mm-hmm. where the focus is friendship. Yeah, I love. I I'm a bitch for friendship like a, movies. Yeah, like I, like I just queer people can have friends who are straight. You know. Yeah. And it like not be like solely like I'm in love with my best friend. Yeah. Um, which feels like I'm talking about faking it all over again, <laughs> but I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and listen to it. Um, <laughs> what a fun yeah. time! Um, but I think that's a great segue to talk about the half of it. The half of it. A moment in time. I mean, I a feel moment like in I was time. So excited for the half of it is because. Alice was finally coming back after so many years yeah. away from Saving Face. Like, how many years is between saving her direct and Saving Face? And let me oh, see. Oh, it's 16, 16 years. 16 like, that's insane. Years. 2004 yeah. and then a half of it was, yeah, it was um, 2020. God, I feel old I saying that. Oh, God. <laughs> my birthday, guys, my birthday is September 23rd of this year. I will be 25. Uh, Ma'am, I'm like I'm older <laughs> than you. Imagine me. I'm turning 28. We're like, <laughs> we're bones. We're bones. <laughs> I'm 28. So I'm just like, oh, what a time. But li- listen, I, the half of it is probably my favorite of, uh, which isn't like saying much, but like, cause like I love all mm-hmm. of them for different reasons, but like this one this one just ah it hits different for me um and we're gonna get into it but uh do you want to tell the half of it half of it is about for people that don't know the half of it is a um the story of ellie chu who is a teenager a very smart one who uh dad is an immigrant mom is, is has passed away and she decides to well she the way she gets money is by writing um essays for other students and she is queer in love with Aster secretly but then one day a school jock <laughs> decides uh, that he needs her to write a love letter for her and it's like this story about like love but also the friendship between Ellie and Paul and like yeah. it's, it's very much like the t- typical like coming of age story that we see in straight films mm-hmm. but, but switched around. around yeah yeah, I I just love, and I and like don't go in expecting. I, I want to address this now. Don't go in expecting a love story. It's not the movie opens by saying this yeah. is not a love story. It's a friendship yeah. movie, which I I want to say this now for people who may be listening who were on Twitter like, uh, this is supposed to be a no. love story, blah blah blah. I want to tell you right now, you're yeah. wrong, and the only the only people that are responsible for how it may have been marketed is Netflix. But even Netflix um, didn't market it as a love story because most of the trailer was about Paul and Ellie. Yeah. But I mean, like, still, like, yeah. there's people just, like, like upset that that was the focus. And I'm just like, like, besides that, it's just like, the conversation should be had that queer people can have stories about, like, having friendship. Mm-hmm. Especially with, like, cis, <laughs> cis hetero yeah. men, like, who aren't like prying on them, trying to like get them to like have sex with them or anything yeah. like that? Like it. Oh, I could go on and on, <laughs> but it just 
<laughs> I will defend this movie to I love my this grave. Movie. Like, okay, I will be eighty years yeah. old talking about Ellie Chu. I love it, um, and like I love Leah, the actress who plays. Yeah, Leah. like I watched Nancy Drew for her. Mm-hmm. Which when Listen. I figured out that it was the same actress, I was like, "What the fuck? She looks so different as George." <laughs> like, but that movie, like the. Three main characters, Paul, Aster, and Ellie, are all so fucking different. But also, like, yeah. it's everything to me. And, like, I'm still waiting for Netflix to give me my sequel. Like, yeah. give me, like, after college, coming. Netflix, you've given us Kissing Booth. Give us fucking the half of it, too. <laughs> We're getting Tall Girl, too. Like, give me uh, half, the other half of it. <laughs> This is news to me, so like that uh was yeah. like deep rooted in my yep. soul. <laughs> like honestly, like uh, let's start with like the relationship between Paul and Ellie. Yeah. Which I um, think to me, because most of my friends are male and a lot mm-hmm. of them are straight, is yeah. what I have experienced my whole life with like that friendship that is like all rooted in like personal connections but like there's not no like romance at all and like what and like you have one thing in common and then that sparks everything like to me that is most of my friendship Mm -hmm. so watching that on screen i was like holy fuck because it's like and it's even if paul at when he learns about ellie being gay he says something Mm -hmm. that i was like oh sir Ooh, sir. Yeah. But again, it's deeply rooted in the way he was raised. Like they are from a small town, very mm-hmm. like religious. Yeah. And like you can tell that he doesn't believe it, but like also it's like the way he was raised. Yeah. So like when he said it, I was like, I get why he said it. And then he turns around so quickly. Because he, mm-hmm. prior to everything, she's still the same girl that he platonic well no he was in love with her at some point but <laughs> like he fell in love with yeah like, she's still ellie and mm. i just love it and like his relationship with her dad like oh. paul is the oh. best white boy <laughs> like he is the best and like he has this poppy poppy look like he just looks like a lost mm-hmm. fucking dog the whole time and i just love him he is the true definition of the golden yes, retriever he friends. is so cute like, and like i just their friendship to me like that's why when people are like mad that it's not a love story, I'm like, but it is. It's just a platonic one. Yeah. It's between mm-hmm. Ellie. Exactly. Ellie finally allowing herself because Ellie's a loner, doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. It's all about taking care of her dad, all about like making sure her dad is fine, making sure that she has some money mm-hmm. to pay for the bills. And like, Paul is the, the first time that she finally gets to be herself. And it's yeah. just so fun to watch, like, the way Leah plays it, where Ellie opens up slowly. Like, ugh, so good. And then you add, like, on top of that, the Aster relationship. This this movie. Makes me want to go rewatch it again. <laughs> Can I just say that I feel like Ellie choose the reason why so many people after this movie came out we're like, oh, I want love letters. I know. <laughs> Those love letters were so good. I was like, I wish I wrote that way, yeah. Ellie. What the fuck? Right? Like, I wish I was receiving this kind of shit. Like, what the yeah. fuck? It was so poetic. And like, 
the teacher when she finds a love letter and oh like <laughs> it's so good because she's does like disapproving of it but she's also like you're playing with your mm. own emotions yeah. which she is she's very honest. like and like yeah. i love that type like when there's a teacher who's like well i'm not gonna tell you what to do when there's a movie where like the teacher's not like i'm gonna tell you what to do but instead of being like this yeah. is my opinion do whatever you want with it but you are going to be hurt because they have life experience. Like that's, I love, like it reminded Mm -hmm. me a lot of like, um, have you watched edge of 17? Like that relationship between uh, uh, the teacher and and the student, like it's a type of like, I'm like, I love that because I've had teachers like that where like, they're like trying to help you, but also they're like, you need to learn from your mistakes. You need to be hurt. Like that's how you grow up. You hurt yourself and then you learn from it. And like Ellie does that. which like, is like, she hurts herself a lot yeah, in that say, like, it's... relationship. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, like, that's, like, a common mm-hmm. theme is that, you know, as smart and as, like, well-intentioned Ellie is, like, she makes so she many mistakes. And... Especially when she becomes friend with Aster, where I'm like, okay, yeah. this is get- going too far. Like, this poor girl does not deserve mm-hmm. this. And, like, I will die on no. a hill for Aster Flores. A lot of people were giving yeah. her, like, so much, like, I mean, she's not perfect. She has a boyfriend and then start going out with, like, Paul, which is, like, in itself very problematic. But also, like, you can tell yeah. just from, like, the, the small f- thing that we see of her home life. She's not happy. She has no fucking no. clue who she is. And Ellie's the first one who, like, kind of see her for who she is and not, like, this image that yeah. everyone has of her. Where, like, even Paul... She's a teenager. Like, and, like, everyone puts her on, like, an image. Like, her boyfriend, um... What, Trig? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Trig, like, sees her as this object, as this thing that he owns. And then you have Paul, who has this mm-hmm. idolized image of her. Where he's like, yeah, he puts her on a pedestal and like doesn't really know her at all. He's just like her looks and everything. Mm-hmm. And then you have for the first time, Ellie actually sees her, and I'm like, people yeah. are giving her like so much shit about like the way she acts. And I'm like, but she's a teenager figuring herself out in a house that is very exactly. homophobic, a how like a <laughs> house that is very strict and a small town, in a small town, yeah. and like you could tell like i mean her dad was all okay with her getting married when she's still in high school like that tells you everything about that family (laughs) like Like, it's scary Mm -hmm. like being like i'm remembering like myself as a teenager like I put on a front for mm-hmm. so many people, and like you can see, that Aster is exa- put on a front. For Aster so has no people. fucking clue who she is. She has yeah. no clue at all. It's, which is why I'm so glad that the movie doesn't end with Ellie and her getting like, together, being like, "Oh, I love yeah. you," blah blah blah. Yeah, it's, I'll see you soon. Like, it's both- I'll see you in four years. Like, yeah, which is true. Like Aster has four years to figure what she wants, and it's just a friendship or it's yeah. something else. Like. And, like, it's the way, like, I mean, the the movie opens with the legend of, like, the soulmates. And then you mm. watch, like, Alice is so intelligent with the way she frames, uh, like, As- Aster and Ellie are soulmates just from the scene in the lake. You can tell. The way it's shot with the two, yeah. like, selves on top of each other. I'm like, that tells you everything about this movie without mm-hmm. saying a word. And yes, it ends with just them being like, I'll see you at some point. 
but also that's how it is like when you leave for college you kind of have to figure yourself out especially like yeah. ellie's leaving town for a while like mm. and that's why i want my sequel i want to see what happens after like the first time she goes back home and also like like speaking on soulmates like she has two exactly. soulmates. That's, yep. that's, that's the perfect thing. Like she has yeah. two soulmates, and it's it's so nice to see you know a movie kind of like touch on like having someone in your life platonically yeah. that you know is always going to be there for you. Like that is yeah. your person, and not everyone needs romance like in their life. Some people are fine with having platonic yeah. friendships. And, like, mm. Paul and Ellie are, like, goals. Like, the, the moment where they're watching the movie, and she's like, he's so dumb for running after her on the train. And then at, <laughs> at the end, when he starts running after he I was full-on bawling. I cried. I was, full on, I was I like, cried. this man is everything to me. I literally said out loud, he better not. <laughs> he better not. And, like, and, and, started and running like, like no. Leah's choice of her face during that scene where she sees him running, she's like, like, embarrassed mm-hmm. but also she loves it because like <laughs> it's him proving to her like no you're like my big love like that's their big and to yeah. me that, that moment is everything about this movie it tells you that this was never about Aster mm-hmm. and Paul or Paul or mm-hmm. Ellie and Aster it was always about Paul and Ellie yeah I just I love it and that's beautiful yeah. that's ah it's beautiful I listen if you haven't seen this movie, that alone should tell you. Like, and it's on Netflix. Like, it's not like you have to rent yeah. it or nothing. Like, mm. just steal someone's password and watch it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the the moral of the story is you can have. Now I just need Alice Wu to not <laughs> wait another sixteen years before making another movie. Listen, I because that woman has made two of my favorite <laughs> queer movies of all time. Like, I would. Like, she can't just drop something and leave I know. again. Like, <laughs> the fact that she has two movies and both of them are on my top ten queer films of all time, like, yeah, her power. And also, Saving Face is, like, highly regarded. Oh, yeah, too, Saving so. Face is everything. We'll talk about it someday. It's yeah. everything. But it's just, like, the fact that she made two amazing films that like they're also so vastly different aren't about white people well, yeah, yeah they're not about white people and they're vastly different <laughs> like, in style like, like one yeah. is a straight up mm-hmm. romance while the other one is a friendship yeah and like god the talent i like and also like that cast like other than leah like the main three the others like this is their first like big thing because leah had been in other yeah. stuff um, and like I knew, mm-hmm. like because of Nancy Drew, I knew her before that. But like the others, like Alexis yeah. and um, what's his name, uh, Daniel. Daniel. Um, uh, they hadn't yeah. done a lot before. Like I'm pretty sure Daniel, that was his debut. I remember. Mm-hmm. Also, can we talk about how fucking buff this woman is? Like, <laughs> what the? Fuck? I love her. I love her. like. <laughs> If you've never watched, like, if you've watched that half of it but never seen Nancy Drew, just Google a picture of her in Nancy Drew. Yeah. The the sheer difference between George and Ellie is insane. Where, like, it's when I watched the half of it at first, I was like, what is this? Like, because I didn't know, like, it was Leah. And I Googled her and I was like, how is this the same person? Like, I yeah. couldn't believe it. 
And just, like, every time I see her, right, like, in in shows where, like, her arms are, like, covered, like, she looks, you know, small. And she is small, but, like, when she's flexing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like, she could rip apart a watermelon. I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. That's how buff it is. This movie, like, just looking at it now, I'm like, it was so underappreciated when it came out. Oh, Like, the fact that so many queer, like, people were like, ah, it's not the romance I wanted. I'm like, you guys decided it was Mm going to be a romance. Alice was on Twitter saying it is not a romance movie. This (laughs) film opens with, like, this is not a love story. And people were were still disappointed that it wasn't. I'm like... Are you, like I yeah. get it we all once could romance queer films but also yeah. why can't you be satisfied with a good fucking queer film in general but also a good queer like friendship story yeah I, I don't know I feel like we have to get to a place where you know we have so much content now that you know we're able to have things that we like can see and enjoy you know like how like there's queer characters who are evil it's like that's yep. great there's queer characters who like are morally gray or like just all of these things you know that we didn't once have it's just like it's so it's like mind-boggling to me when i saw like a lot of people's reactions to like oh it's not romance it's like okay well like <laughs> it's about friendship like and like <laughs> it's great like I'll, I'll finally have go queer content that is like positive we're like yeah. we're yes yeah, sure, i don't like i love a good queer villain but when it's not like yeah to make us evil and like this type of movie mm-hmm. like ellie makes mistakes and like it's not because she's queer that she's making these mistakes it's because she's a teenager who is wrapped yeah. up in a in uh, something that she should have walked away from a very long time ago, mm. but because she loves Paul, she doesn't. Yeah. Like, and also she is the child mm-hmm. of an immigrant. Like that carries so much weight to it yeah. as yeah. well. Like she's making all these mistakes, and also like in the back of her head is thinking about her mm-hmm. dad and their mm-hmm. life and like college. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much going on, and I love and that. like the scene where she sings. And, like, he gives her the guitar. And I was like, people are just, like, the people in that town are just mean to her to be mean. And I'm like, she has done nothing to you and has been written your essays your whole Mm -hmm. fucking high school. Like, why are you bullying her? She could fail you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, sir, she could fail you in one second and she would have your money and you could do nothing because then what are you going to do? Tell someone? like mm. yeah exactly okay <laughs> go gonna, tell the gonna, teacher what are you gonna, gonna do like <laughs> like oh god i listen i i could go on mm-hmm. about this movie um but let's get into plan oh. b because uh i listen plan b is such i a love movie. plan b i watched it one morning to review it and i think i watched three more times the same day because I was just oh in and like okay, so Natalie Morales, I love her. Like I've loved everything she's yeah, ever oh been my God, in. Yeah. 
and like I had same. seen her other directorial uh, project language lessons at a film festival mm-hmm. so and I was yeah. so excited to see this because it was so different right one was a pandemic yeah. movie where which was all, all filmed like on zoom but this was like an actual like movie that she filmed before production. like in a good yeah. like a big production and like it was everything and not what I expected I didn't go in expecting any queer story I just thought mm-hmm. it was going to be about like a bit like book smart where it was like about the friendship yeah the queer story was just an add-on that I was like yes give it to me it was a surprise yeah. so yeah. what is plan B about go for it um so you have two mm-hmm. best friends uh, once again I, I know it's a friendship <laughs> episode but, really yeah um after a very uh not so great sexual encounter um they are trying to find some plan b mm-hmm. um <laughs> in south dakota uh for in like 24 hours that like they, they've set the time limit 24 hours um you've got lupe you've got sunny yeah. uh, just a good time. Natalie Morales wrote. Uh, did she write? I love it? you. I, I don't know if she wrote. No, she didn't write it. I, she directed it. No, it was no. Ri- yeah, yeah, yeah. She. Did. God, what a movie! Yeah, it's on Hulu. I feel like it took so many people by surprise too. Yeah, it is on Hulu. I don't know where it is in Canada. I cannot help anyone here because we don't have Hulu here. <laughs> I mean, it's probably somewhere. It probably is. It's, I could it's go check right now and something. just watch. Yeah. On my end, I'm only seeing Hulu, so yeah. I have no idea. I'm going to go open the, the... For any international listeners. <laughs> Plan B. <laughs> yep, it is not streaming anywhere in Canada. Well, Torrent, that shit. Know, uh, I was going to say, like, for legal reasons, this is a joke, <laughs> but, you know... You've got F movies, yeah. you've got one, two, three movies. There's so but, many. Uh, see, okay, so the main aspect of that story is truly Lupe and um, Sonny's friendship. And yeah. the whole, during the whole movie, they established that um, Lupe is supposed to be the like the one mm-hmm. that is sexually open, has had relationship. She's yeah. kind of considered like the slut of the school. Um Mm-hmm. While Sunny is the opposite, like the the mom who who protects her, she's never had any experience. Um, is in love with someone, but like ends up sleeping with someone else. And both of them mm-hmm. are people like women of color. And yes, both of them are from very strict family, but both of them react to that aspect very differently. Where Lupe is mm-hmm. rebelling, while Sunny is like conforming to what her mom wants her to be. <laughs> And the during the whole movie, she is like talking to this person. Um, what was the name of the the girl? Is it is it Logan? Yeah, Logan. And they never say like. I don't know how I didn't see it coming. Usually, I see it coming like a miles away. But the whole time, I was like, Logan's a guy. Like, especially yeah. when they never show a picture of someone mm-hmm. where I'm like, oh, okay, Logan is clearly a woman. <laughs> but for some reason in my head, I was like, no, Lupe's straight. Which looking back, I'm like, it makes no fucking sense why I assumed that. Yeah. 
And like, I usually don't like big reveals that way where they're like, hey, look, <laughs> she's actually gay. But this one works so well because it explains so much about Lupe where I was like, you yeah. keep saying that you're so open sexually, but also we also never seen you do anything. You don't yeah. talk, like Sunny <laughs> talks about sex a lot more than she does. And like, and I was yeah. just like very confused. And once it was revealed, I was like, oh. How the fuck did I not oh, see like, that oh. coming? <laughs> I was like, and that's why the, it was done so well. And also well directed because, like, by a queer woman. Point. And I was like, how the fuck did I not see this was going to be a queer yeah. movie? And written by queer people. <laughs> I was like, how did I not see that coming? If you don't know, Natalie Morales is a, a queer person. And um, the writer, one of the writers so, too. So I yeah. was just like. So for like, we should have, we should have known. If anything, we should. I, I was so mad at myself about, like, at myself for not like knowing. Yeah, I was so pissed. Yeah, same. I was like, how the fuck did I? And like, I'm good at guessing twists. Like, I I've seen a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot like of TV shows. And usually, not to brag. I mean, it's not really not a brag because I waste a lot of my time. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. usually I can like, I'm good at spotting little things that they drop. And be like, oh, okay, the twist is coming. And I'm not surprised by it. But this one, I don't know why. I think I was enjoying the story so much that I didn't even pick up on it. So yeah. when, like, even during the fucking scene of the, um, the, the this concert, I was like, oh, Logan's a singer. And then she goes to talk to Logan. And I was like, oh, Logan is the drummer. Got it. I was like, how? I literally gasped. I was and like, like I should have seen it coming because she wouldn't even like, tell Sunny, no, don't come. I was like, why are you not wanting your best friend to meet this guy? Like, yeah. what? And I was like, oh, this makes so much fucking sense. And at one point, when like this all happens and they're at a thing and then Logan disappears. And I was like, fuck, they made me like this character now. And she fucking sold her car. I was so pissed. Yeah. I was like, no! <laughs> Can I have a happy quarter story? I was so pissed. <laughs> and then obviously it's something different. But I was just like, and I'll, you needed a conflict because we didn't have any. Like, Sunny and Lupe never fucking mm. fought. Yeah. And just, Which is, like, very, like, interesting to see. Like, they were very, like, I'm, I'm twisting my fingers as if anyone <laughs> could see this. <laughs> like, they're very, like, close-knit. Yeah. Um... Even though they're very different, mm-hmm. but they're very close knit, and I love yeah. that. And like I knew, like I didn't know um, the girl who plays Sunny, but I knew Victoria who plays Lupe from Teen Wolf. Yeah, <laughs> but she looked so different. But like even mm-hmm. like the the Lu- uh, Sunny's love interest, Hunter, I think. What is his name? Yeah, Hunter. I was expecting yeah. to hate him. I was like, he's a typical jock. Same, but he was so fucking sweet. I was like, it's his I was face. Like, you are, <laughs> his like, face gives you that vibe. He actually really likes her, and like he doesn't care what other people mm-hmm. think. So I was like, because they make it look like Sunny and Lupe are not popular, but also like they're probably the type of kids that yeah. they're, like they don't really care about. Like people don't really care about. They just kind of like they're there, but like no one bullies them or anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it was such a nice change of pace where like the guy wasn't trying to hide her. Which usually like that type yeah. of story when like uh, the popular kid gets with the the geek, he like tries to hide her, but this, he was like full on like 
or change yeah, he was still so yeah. okay with who Sunny was, and I was like, this is cute. And then you have the whole story with like the parents, like Sunny's mom fucking broke me. When she goes in her God, room and yeah. just hugs her, I was fully broken by that point. I was, and then you add on top of that Lupe's dad. I was like, nope, nope. I'm gonna go cry in a corner now. Like it, it was so disrespectful. Like, <laughs> <laughs> because like throughout the movie, like you know, this it's been like fairly funny, mm-hmm. you know, and goofy. And then you get these genuine moments. You're just like, fuck. <laughs> I don't like this. I love it, but I don't like this. Mm. I'm just... I-, I look at this movie and I'm like, it's the... It's like, we're w- witnessing like a new wave of like coming of age story, right? And like, female-fronted, oh, yeah. female-directed about people mm-hmm. of color. And, like, queer people. And it's not, like, yeah, sure, the movie, like, can be about being queer. But it's also always more about the friendship. And I love that. Like, these three movies that we're talking about, they're all mostly about the friendship before being about the relationships. And I love that. And, like, I would include something like Dating Amber in the same thing. Like, but it's different because it's two queer people. But, yeah. like, I love, like, comedies like this where I watch it and I'm just, like, not only is this fucking hilarious, but it's mm-hmm. also, like, I, it's not about suffering. It's not about being queer. It's about, like, finding your friends and your found family. And I love that. Yeah. Oh. Oh. That <laughs> you, you could have said it any better. You could have said it any better. <laughs> And this is this is like the soft episode. I know. <laughs> For uh, once, we're positive about shit, right? Because <laughs> I promise we we like things, okay, we like things. <laughs> but just like yeah, like it's it's so it's just so good to see like female driven coming of age stories, especially when like the focus is on the friendship yeah. but also like the fact that they can like just dribble in the fact that oh this character is queer mm-hmm. but it's not like it's not the be all end all like their life isn't in mm-hmm. danger because of that yeah. you know and I love that yeah <sighs> three great movies really yeah it's is Olivia Wilde queer I don't remember because if so they're all directed uh... by queer women too I feel like there's like yeah. whisperings of but like play. you can tell that this is fe- like all three of these movies are female directed just from the not, not only the uh-huh. aesthetics but the way it's shot like the women are always put like on like I don't want to say on a pedestal but like yeah. the way the lens sees the women compared to the way like the male are put on in the film like I just it's the type of fil- films that, like, all three of them that I watch, and I'm like, God, I wish I had this as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Like, I... W- Just to be able to, like, exactly. see that up. Like, looking at these movies and being like, yeah, I'm okay. Like, I, I it's normal. What mm-hmm. I'm feeling is normal. It's just... And, like, it's not about suffering. Like, these, yeah, sure, there's low points and sure, they're, they're suffering and, like, aspects of their friendship, but it's not because they're gay that they are suffering it's because of the events of the films yeah which i love goofy shit 
I mean, <laughs> not all of it is goofy, but <laughs> like some yeah. of it, I'm like, ooh, okay, this is hard. But like, also they make it like so funny where I'm like, mm-hmm. this is hilarious from start to finish. I would say like the half of it is probably the most dramatic of all of them. Yeah. While the other are straight up comedies. But I would say mm-hmm. like the half of it is more of a drama comedy, dramedy, than a comedy, straight up comedy. Yeah. It's far more serious. Yeah. 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 Man. A good time. A good time. So if you haven't watched these movies, uh, we highly suggest them. Um, it will probably make you think of what you missed out in high school. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> hey. <laughs> I, you can relive. You can relive it all. But, yeah. Like, honestly, all three of these, like, the fact they came out, like, a year apart. 2019, mm-hmm. 2020, and 21, like, I, w- I hope we have another one coming. Like, something similar. Yeah. There probably is I'm something, sure. and I'm, like, not thinking about it, but... Or we just don't know about it yet, because Plan B, like, came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. And, like, I think this was probably supposed to be Natalie uh, Morales' like directorial debut, but let language lesson came out before because of COVID. But yeah, which is like a very cute. I love language lessons. Yeah. Um. So what are we talking about next week? (laughs) Why are you laughing so much? Uh, we're 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 gonna talk about Grey's Anatomy. Um. We might even touch about. I know I, you don't watch a spinoff, but we'll touch on it too because I do, and that yeah. is probably queer, more queer right now than Grey's Anatomy is. Yeah, from the bits yeah, and pieces that I've right seen, now, it's like yeah, it's definitely more very queer. queer. But yeah, we're talking about Grey's Anatomy. I love Grey's Anatomy, even though it's, it's <laughs> yeah, it's a train wreck that you can't stop yeah. watching. Yeah, so next week we'll talk about Grey's Anatomy. And then you can find us on our Twitter, but it's a gay pod. On our respect. Resp- wow, I am having trouble for the last three episodes. You're going to have to start <laughs> doing it because my, I can't speak anymore. Yes. <laughs> you know, hey, we're in this together. So. <laughs> uh, you can find us. <laughs> On our respective Yep. <laughs> and then we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>